0: Rock. Chapter 37. Flapping in the Wind. The road from the interior of Sternham Island, leading back into the village, descends a long, steep hill. The road is aligned at regular intervals on either side with tall wooden poles. Strewn up high, are the black and gray mass of cables that bring electricity and communications to the rest of the island. As the and Bear headed to the pub, they passed poster after poster of July hastily stapled to each of the poles. They flapped in the wind, and the bright pink paper they had been printed on had started to disintegrate in the rain. In the image, July was dressed in a red shawl, smiling and rosy-cheeked. The photograph had been enlarged and cropped so that July's face was clear, but it was obviously taken from a group photo. July looked happy, as if at a pleasant reunion with old friends. Printed below the picture in capital letters was the word Missing. Doug and Bear drove through this long series of postered wooden poles, as if in some lonely parade. The poster's image and word caught in their eyes, like an old-fashioned flickering stereoscope. Halfway down the long stretch through the village, Bear brought his tricked-out Nissan Skyline to a halt. The empty road was covered in hundreds of seagulls, all of them huddling in the rain, motionless, standing like tiny sentries to the entrance of the village. Bear honked the horn and flashed his headlights. Man, what's going on tonight? Some seagulls got up and flew away. Most stayed. Bear rolled down his window and shouted out at the birds. Hey, birds, get out of here. Move it. Doug laughed. Bear eased off the clutch, letting the car creep forward. After some growls of the powerful engine, the mass of seagulls reluctantly parted and let them through, their black eyes scrutinizing the car as it passed. Creepy-ass gulls, Doug muttered, staring back at them. Maybe a storm's coming. Bear sighed. These posters, it's pointless. We need to go wider. Doug nodded gravely. He popped two of the pale yellow pills Dr. Hubble had prescribed. They pulled into the pub parking lot a large two-story wooden house built in a log cabin style. All the windows were lit up, and the place was crowded. Doug could see Gus's white pickup truck parked along with the other vehicles. People had spilled out onto the covered sections of the patio, smoking, drinking, and chatting as the rain fell around them. Oh, looks like it's going to be a good crowd tonight, said Bear. Doug nodded. But he couldn't help but feel a creeping sensation that Bear was wrong. Apocalypse Rock is written and read by me, Nate Bdzinski. For more, go to apocalypserock.xyz. Please leave a like and or a review wherever you find this story and share with any friends you think might like it. Thanks for listening.